Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sweaty Sexy Truth Podcast. I'm Jeff Magnuson, owner of Magnuson Athletics. And I'm Mackenzie Grace. I'm the owner of Graceful Gains. And in today's episode, we're going to be diving into one menu, two journeys, where we're unraveling the secrets of our harmonious meal prep. And we're diving into the world of how we meal prep together, even with having different goals. Yes, I'm super excited to be here and share our experiences with meal prepping as a couple, as meal prepping has been a super vital part of our routine since literally day one. It allows us to save time, eat healthier and support each other's individual goals. Yes. And I love meal prepping. I think the most important factor is that when you're trying to navigate different goals, it comes down to communication and you got to sit down with your partner and discuss what your individual goal is. For Jeff and I, it is really easy because we're usually in some sort of season. (laughs) Um, The last six months of my season has definitely been different than what we're used to. But regardless, at the end of the day, a lot of our seasons end in building muscle, losing fat, maintaining or enjoying summer. And so whatever your goal is, make sure you do communicate with that with your partner so they're able to have a really effective expectation on what the meal prepping is going to be looking like in your household. Exactly. Understanding each other's needs and goals really helps us plan meals that cater to our unique needs. Like for example, Kenzie is currently in a cut for her next photo shoot. Make sure you're watching out because it's going to be hot AF on your Instagram. (laughs) Whereas I'm in a muscle building phase right now. So when we plan out our meals, we make sure to prioritize leaner proteins, carbs that are friendly to our digestion and lots of fibrous veggies. So that way, when we portion out our meals, she has less volume on her plate than I do, but we're still eating the exact same meal. Yeah. And I think that it's important to touch on that quickly for the ladies in the, the crowd here. If you're wondering how you can eat similar to your boyfriend. Like a big thing I hear is I don't want to cook a different meal for me than I'm having for the rest of my family. And the easiest simple fix to that is watching your portion sizes. If you're a five foot one, 120 pound female, you should not be eating as much as your six foot 180 to 200 pound boyfriend, just period, no matter what is going on. There's only very small periods of time when Jeff is starving in prep and I am in a bulking phase that we'll be even close to any calorie range together. And (laughs) that's, that's, yeah, just how it goes though. You shouldn't be expecting to eat six pieces of pizza because your boyfriend's eating six pieces of pizza. What your boyfriend needs is different than what you need. And so really having that volume, your volume should look less on your plate than what his does is a really great way where you guys can eat this exact same meal, but also make sure that you're not gaining a whole bunch of weight from that. So on that note, let's dive into our weekly meal prep schedule. I think this is a really important thing to touch on because we do this in two parts. The saying that it goes, you know, if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail is very true. We can speak from this from our personal experience, and even just in our clients experience, the people that are most successful are the people that plan. And we have seen this through multiple different people. One of my girls, uh, Jade specifically reminds me of this because she's full-time school, full-time bartender. So she's working evenings and a lot of nights and she's working late. And then she also has a social life because she's like 24. And so she may not have kids, but she has a lot of things going on, homework, essays, assignments, the whole thing. And so I asked her if she could give any piece of advice to anyone in the crowd, any of our girls. She said, planning scheduling like (laughs) she's like I would not have been able to get through this if I did not schedule myself my goals everything and so even Jeff has a few clients like that who are 
full-time in EPS, four kids in prep together, like everything that you can imagine, every excuse to say I'm too busy and they were making it fucking happen. Yep. They made it happen. Yeah. So with us, we do this in two parts and I think that anyone could take this, implement this and it would work. So be ready, grab a little pen and paper and write this down. First part is essential. When we think about meal prepping, we're thinking about the prep, like the cooking of the food. And actually meal prepping starts with meal planning. This isn't something that I feel like is talked about as much, but part one is the planning and it is essential. You have to set aside, maybe not a day, but I, I we like to do this in two parts and where we set aside Saturdays for meal planning. And this is usually when our previous week meal plan is run out. And it usually, and it also gives us ample time to do the prep work on Sundays. So Saturdays we sit down usually during breakfast and we're brainstorming a variety of meals that align with our goals. So we actually have a whiteboard on our fridge and that seems to work best for us. Like you can print off uh, meal planners, you can buy meal planners from Amazon. You can also buy a whiteboard. And I like the whiteboard because who doesn't like writing on a whiteboard? <laughs> and also you can just erase it. You don't have to print anything, it's on paper and it's right on your fridge. So that's a source of accountability in itself. <laughs> but we actually just start by placing down ideas of foods that we actually want to eat. So do you want quesadillas this week? Do you want tacos this week? Do you want spaghetti? Do you want smoky dogs? Whatever it is, we actually start placing down ideas that we want because you want to have a meal plan that you want to eat. And then number two, we make sure that those align with our goals. So if we know that we're going to have smoky dogs one day, then we're going to make sure that we have a leaner protein option for our breakfast and our lunch, knowing that there's going to be a lot of fats in our dinner. And so that's how we're able to fit in what we want with what aligns with our goals and also with what else that we have going on that week. So if we know we're going out on a Thursday or Friday, we're going to make sure that we're on point the rest of the week so that we can go out and enjoy on a Thursday and a Friday and not feel guilty. So from there, we take that little plan, our breakfast, lunch, and dinners, and we go ahead, we look in our pantry, we look in our fridge, and we create a detailed shopping list on what we need to make this plan actually happen. And that leads us to part two, Sundays. Sundays, religiously every single week some people go to church uh, we get ready for the week going forward we organize everything in our house from meal planning prepping all the chores laundry going to the gym if necessary anything that really needs to get done i think that at this point i don't think we could have a sunday where we were just lazy unless <laughs> it's a special circumstance because it feels so good to set ourselves up for success every sunday and so what this looks like is jeff will order a bulk order from costco um on instacart be delivered to us on sundays because neither of us want to go to costco on a sunday fuck that bullshit. <laughs> yeah absolutely not <laughs> Yeah. And then so then after that, we'll head to the grocery store at some point on Sunday too, where I'll take care of any odds and ends and anything that we couldn't get at Costco. This way, we're ensuring that we have all of the necessary ingredients to actually make our meal plan happen. Because obviously, if you don't have what you need, then it's going to be easy to abandon what you just planned. With this plan, we also make sure to include flexibility within our shared meals. And I would love for Jeff to share the way that we actually prep our meals. That is seriously one of the best meal prep hacks you're ever going to come across. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for sharing kind of our step one and step two process. And there's a couple of little notes in there that we're going to be talking about in another episode in the future that have actually to do more with tracking and tracking for success. So stay tuned for an upcoming episode where we're going to talk about being successful and tracking and all the tips that come with that. But just to go on with the meal prep hack to revolutionize and um, really make efficient 
your meal prep is my 323 method. It's super fucking simple and you guys are going to love it. 323 method. Three proteins, say chicken, beef, salmon, two carbs, rice, potato, just to keep it easy. And then three different veggies, say asparagus, broccoli, and beans. I like to stick with the higher fibrous vegetables, uh, but you can have other things like salads or other things like that. It doesn't really matter. So first step is the toss on your carbohydrates because the carbs always take the longest to cook unless you're having like a tortilla or something like that, right? But you throw on your rice, put in the rice cooker, you throw your potatoes in the oven, all that good stuff, and you just let them go, right? You let them cook. Next, you're going to be preparing your protein as that takes the next longest amount of time to cook. So we like to use the barbecue and the air fryer to cook up all of our protein. And so that's what we do. Finally, you cook up your veggies right before all the protein options are uh, totally finished. And that is literally it. Once all of your portions of carbs, proteins, and vegetables are cooked, you toss each individual item into their own Ziploc bag. So if you have steak, you take all the steak, you put it in its own bag or container. Uh, same with chicken, same with your rice, etc. You guys get it. I don't need to elaborate. But now, whenever you need to prep for your day at work, or if you're busy and you're at home and you just need to get a meal in, you have a variety of different food options ready and waiting for you. So you just pull out whatever you feel like eating, weigh out your respective portion, and there you go. Meal is done on plan. Delicious. This is how we prep our food, guys. Three, two, three method. I really like it because it's actually something that we do do. It gives us the availability to be like, oh, okay, we prep chicken for our protein. So let's make chicken pasta. Let's make chicken quesadillas. Let's do chicken tacos. Let's do chicken Caesar salad. Like it creates that variety that we all want, right? I don't want to eat the same food every day. I don't want to eat chicken and rice. Okay, well, you don't have to, but you have to plan for that because otherwise you are going to be stuck eating chicken and rice if that's all you made and all you had available. So uh, that's a big key that ties into our planning is like when we know what our plan is, we also make sure that that plan like accommodates for having those three protein sources. Like, okay, during chicken, we're going to use the chicken this way, three different ways. <laughs> and we're going to do the same with all of the other proteins. So really another important aspect, I think, is making this a team effort. And the reason for this is, is if you are just trying to do this all on your own, well, yeah, you're probably going to run into hiccups because maybe you guys have routines and habits in your relationship. Like you always get pizza on Fridays, but you haven't discussed that you're doing this meal prepping or you're having some goals that you're trying to achieve. So make this a team effort by involving each other in the process becomes because it becomes really fun and collaborative because it's easy for us to sit down on a Saturday and say, oh, hey, what are you feeling like? And then I'll say something and Jeff will be like, oh, that's a really good idea or vice versa because we've had that open communication about it. It. And then week away, we can also discuss like, oh, I was really feeling like, uh, you know, I wanted a 700 calorie cookie from the gym the other day. <laughs> well, we can also have discussion how that's not necessarily the food I should be choosing to have with the calories that I'm, you know, on on a cut, you know, so it's great to have that open communication, because it can be fun and collaborative. Okay, I can't have a 700 calorie cookie. But can I have a pint of the ice cream that we made with our ninja creamy, which oh, yeah. is amazing, <laughs> you know, so so it's just like we want to emphasize the importance of supporting each other in our goals. Like Jeff is super supportive in terms of like, yeah, babe, I know you really want that cookie, but like also maybe we should we have this that we already have at home or I will be super supportive of Jeff when I know he has a lot of food to eat that day and I'll make sure that, you know, rice is around or meals are prepped. It just is really easy when you understand each other's needs to like help them out with that. It's not just about like the food. It's about the bond that you will be able to that we've been able to create by working together and encouraging one another in the goals and the process. Absolutely. It's about finding that balance that nourishes both our bodies and our relationship and something else that you just touched on which i think uh i'm going to just elaborate a little bit more on um has to do with the 
enjoyment that comes from creating something from scratch or creating some some type of delicious meal together, building it up yourself, and then being able to enjoy it yourself, right? Because that creates, like you said, more of a collaboration, more of a team effort and enjoyment together. And it actually creates a stronger bond, right? Um, nobody likes to feel like the odd person out who's the only one eating healthy in a, a family that's like crushing chips and pizza and everything else, you know? <laughs> that's really, really tough. But like you said, with the communication, with encouragement, with the support system, with collaboration, you can do this and everybody can enjoy the food and you can still stay on track with your goals. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. That's really ties it all up. Yeah. (laughs) On a future episode, we're going to be talking a little bit more about how to track for success because we touched on it a little bit in this episode, but I think it'd be great to elaborate on it. So we're going to be talking about that uh, in the future. And so make sure you're looking forward to that. But thank you for joining us on today's episode. If you found our podcast valuable, we would love for you to leave a review and hit that subscribe button to become a part of our intimate community. Yeah, we really appreciate everyone tuning in and really your feedback and support really does mean the world to us. So thank you so much and see you on the next episode. Bye-bye.